0: Top
1: Time. I'm Dave. I'm Rob. I'm Jazza. And I'm Jen. We are picking up where we left off in uh, in Sunder, Chapter 2. Where I inspired... To, that is how prepared I was to it's start, which is fantastic. Thank you so much. This chapter is brought to you by World Anvil, the sponsor of our campaign. Let's go around and share our favourite feature, the World Anvil world building website. Go to worldanvil.com slash Dave, would you like to start us off?
2: Well, as a child who grew up reading a world book encyclopaedia, I am very fond of the timeline feature. <laughs> I absolutely adore the way that this grounds things in my head. I like timelines. I'm a big timeline maker, so I appreciated
0: it. So like any good role player, I struggle to keep... keep... Keep notes um, with my campaigns with my friends and my DM gets very, very bad at me. So there is this lovely journal entry feature where you can write down all your notes and you can save them too and come back to them later if anything important
1: happens. So can I see yours? If I click on this is the party page... Yeah. Is this it? Yep. Can you plans. go read yep. journal entry? How cool yep. is that?
0: So I've just put down all the dot points <sighs> that have happened to Catalina specifically.
3: This wow. Is so cool. Well, I love it when you're actually playing a session, especially if you're playing online, your narrator or DM can actually start a session with the party that you've created. And that way it takes the players through to like the game screen, like, almost like what you've got there.
1: Well, I can click start session. Boom! Yep. Chapter That's, two.
3: There's a way I can actually join your live session. to it is. Enter session. And then. Yeah, we can see that chapter two started. I can see your status update. I was on a page before and even showed me like images you put up. It's really cool. It's amazing. I got access to my character sheet. I love it. It's great. It's all
1: in one spot. If I had to pick something, it's the maps. I freaking love the interactive maps and the layers. So, like, you can see all of the regions. I've got major and minor towns. So that's my personal favourite feature, especially because I'm a visual person. So having all the shires and stuff divided, it just makes me very happy. So you can check out our public World Anvil page by going to sunder, And you can get your own World Anvil account any. Full year, paid account, 40% off by going to the link in the description. Thank you so much for sponsoring us, World Anvil. We're going to be using World Anvil through the course of our campaign, but also in this episode as we jump into Chapter 2. How, how about we retell a little bit of our experiences from the perspective of our characters uh, as far as what happened in Chapter 1?
2: Everything's gone to shite, basically. Uh, that My trade's been ruined, and now i got to babysit some kid and take her, well, damn halfway to Spire. and uh, I'm glad I've got my big man Brick beside me but if at the end of the deal I can walk away with him, I'll be pretty happy I'm not so sure about this Last we brought along though she seems to have been tied into the trade and haven't had a good bit of chance to get to know her yet
4: mm.
0: yeah. Catalina um, So I entered mm. and much to the same as the others, my trade also went up in flames more ways than one. Ahaha. Ha. <laughs> I don't joke. Um, <laughs> so, I we have I've also been delegated with uh, babysitting duties to take. Um Medela Medela.
4: Yeah.
0: Um <clears throat> to her family in Ironspire. Um and I have met up met up with Brick and Delvin.
5: Amazing. Mm. Thank you. And then Brick <laughs> Brick is charged with protecting Modella, the littlest one. We will take her to a I think that about nails it. Thank you. Yep. The, eggs, the eggs were not poison. <laughs> yeah. If you get a chance,
1: go read Brick's journal entry if they are a delight.
5: <laughs>
1: okay. So we pick up where we left off. You have been uh, packing up and leaving first thing in the morning. You have a cart that has been provided to you. It doesn't look great, Um, Through the clamour of everyone leaving, it seems that pretty much most things worthwhile when it comes to travelling have already been taken uh, when it comes to horses, carts and equipment and gear. So it's hard to sort of get things together that you didn't already have on you. But you do have uh, a cart that can be pulled and pushed. No horse to speak of. Um, The cart is loaded up with some fake paintings and... Some rations, a g- good amount, maybe a couple of weeks worth of food just to have some spare, sort of long-lasting preserved food. And uh, I'm going to maybe assume that, uh, well, I'll ask, I guess, does Brick hold the Venetian gold things on him uh, that he's been assigned by Medela, or does he sort of load them up with the equipment? And Oh, it's in all her all personal effects. Yeah. yeah,
3: look, I'll probably tuck them away in a bag somewhere at my waist if that's possible.
1: Yep, no worries. All right, and we set about with uh, the sky, the dawn rising in the distance, the fog starting to dissipate. It's eerily quiet from a town that has almost become a bit of a ghost town overnight, which was once a thriving trading town as of a day and a half ago. Um, And those that are around are a little too shocked to even speak and uh, react properly. You do pass a few people who are half-heartedly packing But everyone seemed to rush out. Travel proceeds. I'm going to. Oh no! I've already rolled a two. I rolled a two as far as how travel proceeds. Mm. So I've, I've, I've got to at the very least point out that the card is very hard to, (laughs) to move. Um, as you travel though, um, Medela starts to seem quite distracted by things around her. Um, every now and then she sort of needs to be, you know, reminded to keep up a little bit because she seems to be stopping and looking down close to the the ground. And she seems from your perspective, really interested in the things growing. She's from the desert and the closest she's been to this sort of landscape, well, she's never been close to this sort of landscape, but the closest she has been was was Rafton, which was on the edge of a desert.
2: What's um the, it's a cart, is it being pulled by
1: something? Everyone's sort of got a hand on it. I'm, I'm going to. Oh, so there's no livestock? No, no okay. livestock except Brick who's at the front holding two large handles pulling the cart along. But okay, every- so
2: Brick's mostly pulling it.
1: Brick's mostly pulling it. But it is the sort of thing where everyone sort of, it's like, uh, you know, etiquette for everyone to sort of just put a shoulder against the cart and, Give it a shove and take shifts, but there really isn't a lot of pulling that needs to be done when Brick is a giant cart horse.
4: <laughs> cool.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to. How old's Mandela again?
2: She's like 13. 13 yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to do what I was going to say. Okay. I was, what I was thinking was more what you do for like a five year old. So it's going to pick her up and put her on the cart, but she's <clears> way too old for that. So
1: yeah.
2: Um. What's got your interest there, girl?
1: These things, I've never seen them... Well, plants, I guess.
2: Oh, come on now. Surely there's oasises out in the desert. Nice springs and...
1: I'm from the city. The city is more, more centred towards the desert. I have been close to the northern river. There is growth, but this is different. It's like stories that were told.
2: I, we got some flowers and such... It's much nicer out here than in the barrels if you like green things. But, uh, enjoy it. You'll be spending a bit more time here, I think.
1: Yes. I never liked my aunt. I'd only met her a few times. She was very strict. I hear she's very powerful. That's where we're going, isn't it?
2: Well, that's right. Someone to take you in's better than none, right?
1: I hope she can. Somehow get me home. I would like very much to return home.
2: You got more family back home?
1: I don't know, but it's home. I'm not sure if I could ever feel at home in a place like... Well, it's beautiful, don't get me wrong, she looks up ahead. But it's very different. I miss the kiss of the hot sun (laughs) on my hair. The wind from the ocean...
2: Can I make a general knowledge check? You can. What were you... About... Um, <coughs> if I know about Phelan culture and sort of like roughly what they consider adults. Sure. And stuff like that. It's challenge level?
1: Challenge level... Ooh, you're great. No, you're... I'm barrowing. Barrowing.
2: I trade with felt, but you shouldn't change it based
1: on my. No, okay. no, you're right. Let's say challenge number three. <coughs> Two. Okay. You don't know specifically okay. much about their sort of culture of coming of age or anything like that. Um, but you would assume, based on your experiences, that she wouldn't be considered an adult. She'd, anyone her age would not be no. near any trade conversations well, or anything.
2: Well, I'm going <coughs> to ask. I'll say, Madela. Um if you don't mind me asking, how old until you're considered, you know, independent? A woman, so to speak.
1: Oh, um... Well... Not too far. My, my father was proud that I was growing into uh, a young woman, as he used to call, but I believe about three years away.
2: Well then, worst case scenario, in a few years you'll be able to take yourself back home.
1: That is true. That is true. The journey proceeds. The sky is starting to brighten up quite a bit. And as the journey continues, you'll notice that there have been some, uh, a, a couple of people that have passed you. Some people on horseback who have been late to the, the Journey, your movement is relatively slow, um, especially given that you don't have any horses <clears throat> and brick is pulling the cart, uh, and everyone's sort of pushing it, so it's, it's a fairly slow walking pace as far as like at the march of the journey is concerned. There have been a couple of carts that pass you, um, in the direction of you know heading down towards Grey, Greydale, but in the distance as you near I'm going to say you know it's past midday you've been journeying for several hours now your feet are starting to get quite tired but scuffling off from the distant horizon you actually see a silhouette of someone limping seeming to carry something in their arms but you can't make out much everyone roll a perception check challenge level I'm going to scale it based on what the rolls are.
2: <clears throat> Pew!
1: Three successes. Okay, three for Delvin. <clears throat> Two for Brick. Two for Catalina. So Delvin has one of the better views, even though Brick's sort of at the front. He is sort of just sort of in his trudging mode. There is a zoning out that the Phelan call are used to doing when they when it comes to monotonous tasks. So that gets the job done. And Catalina is probably being distracted a little bit by Medela, who might be asking questions about things and uh, is probably more trusting of the woman in the group. But Delvin notices ahead this, this figure limping towards them. Um, and it becomes apparent to others who start to pay attention, but Delvin notices that it's a man carrying a, seems to be a child or a person in his, his arms um, and he's getting closer Is he coming towards us? Yeah, it's just travelling on the road in the opposite direction Okay
2: <clears throat> Cool Oh well, I guess wait right until we pass him, I'm not going to rush up to him. Does he look like he's struggling?
1: He, as you get closer, he certainly looks like he's struggling He's limping and it's taking a lot of his strength to carry this child. Okay. How's the child look? How old do they look? So I'm going to say by the time you can tell, Mm. uh, you'd be within earshot. So you could speak or ask questions. Okay. He seems to be gasping a little bit. And you can't see much off in the far horizon. Mm -hmm. But there's you sort of getting little hints of silhouettes and things like that. So in the far distance. yeah, And it's like... Oh, man! You're right there.
4: Turn around
1: if you know what's best for you. Why? What's <sighs> happened? There's a roadblock. The bandits in the forest got the gist of what happened last night. Everyone fleeing. They saw the opportunity. There's no chance you're going to get through without paying a heavy fee. One I couldn't afford. And he looks down, and he he's been weeping, and is holding a, a, a teenage boy who seems battered and bruised, but he is much more battered and bruised. They're both...
2: Is that the same kid I almost bought clothes from that? Oh, okay. Doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) Can I ask him for a description of the bandits and do they match the two that I met up with originally?
1: I am going to roll the dust. Roll. 18. It is in your favour. Um... He has quite vivid memories of the people he was dealing, dealing with. But from what you can gather, the leader of this group doesn't sound anywhere near as, I'm going to say, incompetent. Yeah. Uh, as on the, your journey in Catalina, um, this was chapter zero. For those of you who don't know, this was a Patreon exclusive. But Catalina came across two um, Greyguard impersonators um, that she persuaded to sort of help her into town. These sound like more malicious and may sure. not even be part of the same group. Yep. Visually described very differently and also recounted as much more competent mm-hmm. and uh, seem pretty uh, nasty from what you can tell. All
0: right, That's cool. everything
1: you can gather. Cool, great. What's everyone thinking and feeling about, about your choices? Uh, the, the man whose name is ba- Barry. <laughs> That's, I was really confident with that choice there. <laughs> Barry says... If I were you and you're trying to get down to the Iron Spire, it's going to be the long way around or through the forest, as best as I can tell. All them type have come out on the edges to, well, vulture and picket the panicking people. But I'm not sure they're any better as options. If I were you, I'd head back to town. That's what I'm doing. I don't know what waits for me there. Oh, well, I wish you all the best. You too, sir. He wheezes and coughs and just started limping.
0: So we're travelling along the river, yeah? Yes, the point. road
1: is sort of next to the okay. the river. And the river is sort of... Uh, over the river is the, the forest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're travelling mm-hmm. on the right side of the river down.
0: Mm-hmm. What should we do?
2: Hmm.
0: We could survey ahead.
2: Well, I don't much like the idea of getting bothered by no bandits, but uh, we also won't do too well abandoning our cart. No way we can take that through the woods. That said, we got a pretty convincing man here. I'd wager a bit of coin isn't worth a couple of their best men, and I'd wager that Brick can make that trade a pretty easy one if they push come
1: to co- come to shove. Mm. From what was described there was about 30 people. So it's a mm. fairly significant group. You're not even confident that uh, even with Brick it would be a wise choice to
2: Oh, but, risk but you know, but that's 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 the gamble. How much are 3 or 4 of their men worth to them? Because Sometimes a fight just ain't worth having when you're taking easy pickings. Mm -hmm. And if it's, you know, if you're going to lose more than you gain in your investment, what's the point of making the trade? But, what do you think? You're the smart one, right, lady?
0: (laughs) How far up the road are they?
1: They're out of clear sight, um, it's probably going to be an hour or so yeah. of journeying before you come across them on the road, okay. as far as you can gather from the, what this man told you.
0: I think we should keep traveling mm-hmm. um, until we can spot them and then reevaluate.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: But I agree with you.
2: What do you think, Brick?
5: are doing, I would uh, set ambush from the forest clearing with balls and riddle, riddle whoever came through with arrows. Brick is big, but many arrows will stop me. Roll a perception, Brick. 2-2.
1: <coughs> two, two. You, f- you do feel like a small... Slightly tightening grasp on, on your
5: Aww. leg. Um. And I would not want to risk the littlest one uh, in, in, in attempting to get through. Much better to take on small Drakau and forest than many bandits.
2: Well, I don't mind his tactical appraisal, but uh, we might have to unpack the cart and take what's worth taking. Otherwise, we make an offer. We could sell them some... One of us could go forth and make an offer. Safe passage in exchange for priceless Thanissian artwork.
0: (laughs) I believe between our skills that could be possible.
2: But what's the gap? Ooh. Hmm. We could take... If we could convince him the art was worth having. Mm. We could travel through with a knife to it. There's your security. Once we're safely through the other side, we can deposit the artworks one by one as we go. And if they make a move, well, one little slip and that canvas, will it's gone. Then where's the money?
1: I'm going to get you to roll a uh, check. It'll have to be to do with your profession, uh, Catalina. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Just to sort of gather what knowledge you would have as far as how important it might be to hold on to the paintings or not. Because didn't so you say that they're worthless? N- they're worthless, but they may not be for, uh, uh, you know, among the things that you guys need to sort of figure out. One okay. of them is sort of investigating. I'm not saying right, that, right, that right, necessarily right. is the case, but if you make that check, Cataline, Art knowledge, yeah. Yep, just an art knowledge check. And I said challenge level three for that specialisation. Mm. Cool. Uh, you know that you don't need all of them, but you will definitely need... Something, um, at least the most substantial and referenceable uh, and probably one that imitates one of the more well-known ones Mm -hmm. to sort of figure out based on style and brushstrokes and really intricate things to maybe at some point in the future identify a forger. Yeah.
0: The two that I pocketed in Chapter (laughs) 1 from Edgar, are they in this card or are they on my possession?
1: Uh, All of the fake, all of them are on your possession, and there are cool. a half
0: dozen. Cool, okay. Then we can't risk losing all of them.
2: Mm. All right, then. Maybe it's the forest, then. Should we start unpacking the cart?
0: Yep, let's do it.
1: Okay. What do you carry? Um, out of the things that are in the cart, like I mentioned, there are the artworks, uh, there are, there's clothing, um, there's food and water, uh, there's Phelan uh, gold that was put in there from Edgar, probably mm-hmm. to help you on your journey and your expenses.
2: I t- definitely the Phelan gold. So uh,
0: <laughs>
1: Delvin the- grabs the... Fa- of those things, what do your characters get? Food daughters? and gold. Okay. Food. You're like, I'll get the sausages. Yep. And <laughs> yeah. the
0: paintings in uh, frames? Uh,
1: yes, and they're in a crate. They're a large... Uh, they're only really realistically carryable by a couple of mm. people at the same time or brick?
0: What if I take them out of the frames?
1: And roll them up? Yeah. Yeah, I think based, I'm o- based on your check, I think that is well worth doing, yeah. You yeah. could certainly
0: all right, I'll do that problem. I'll take them. All of them? I'll take all of them. Okay. I won't take any food um, or coin. I'll just take the paintings. That's a
1: mistake. <laughs> Catalina steps to the side and sort of pulls out one of her sort of pocket knives and starts sort of cutting away at the edges of the canvas border and rolling them up until she has six rolls of forged paintings that she I'll with, with her papers, papers pack, and yeah. documents.
3: Neil,
2: throw, throwing it out there, mm-hmm. destiny roll on Catalina mm-hmm. carrying like a like a scroll tube or an, a canvas okay, tube yeah, as no, that's her fair, profession yeah. that she
1: can put them in? Nope. <laughs> no You're going to have to hold them. You're going to have to bind them with whatever ropes are available and yep. uh, I guess keep a careful eye on protecting them. Yep. I, so
3: in our journey to Felton, obviously I was carrying these paintings in a little thing on my back. Do I still have the thing on my back? That The I was,
1: crate that yeah. they were in is in the cart. She's taking the frames out of it. Fuck
3: yeah, I'm going to put that thing on and get as much food in there as right? I can. Fantastic. Yeah.
1: Look at you guys putting your heads together! Like if it, Bloody if it, brilliant! If I can
3: fit the food and the gold, I think that's a that's a good compromise. Yep. the, the gold, gold is the first thing to be
2: removed from the cart. Yep. and it is <laughs> on Dalvin's person.
1: Madela um, <laughs> looks worried, and she's like, "Do you not have concerns that water will run dry?" And then she second guesses herself, glancing at the river. <laughs> she's like, "This is a very different place."
2: Aye, you might have to boil the water if you get it out of a brackish bit of pond But other than that, you should be fine
1: Water's plentiful Strange And yet, you treat gold like it is Special, rare I've seen people act very, very odd About our gold
2: Well, what do you value back home? When someone buys something, what do they buy it with?
1: Well, there have been lots of imports. I think colour is much rarer where I come from. You know, vibrant display of of pigments from different places that we cannot have access to. That is new to us, exciting. Mm. Art. I mean, obviously, we treasure the Gunnissian imports. I'd be very interested to learn more about the things that you deal in. She looks sort of sheepishly at Catalina. Mm.
0: I'm happy to teach you, if willing.
1: That would be wonderful. What can I carry and be of help? Well she's not very built. She's very skinny. She's yeah.
4: like,
2: I reckon you carry what you need to sleep comfortably. So we need to get you a roll, a bed, and a blanket. It'll be big but
5: it won't be heavy, so you should be right with it. Little well. Littlest one, let me bear your burdens. <laughs> Yes.
2: It is so. Now, now, Brick. She, she. She'll never learn to look after herself if you do everything for her. Look at those little, little arms like sticks. She
1: looks really confused at Dalvin, like, but what else is he meant to do?
2: Well, you can carry all my stuff. <laughs> I'm already grown.
1: <laughs> she turns to Brick and says, you will carry my things first.
5: Very well. <laughs>
2: Well, no
1: but way- then, then you may share the group burden, of course.
2: And that's no way to grow up big and strong. But anyway,
1: <laughs> if you want to end up a little weed, that's fine by me. Where I come from, some of the little weeds are the most rich and powerful, and more learned people among us.
2: No, but you ain't where you come from, are you?
1: You present a compelling argument. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How much? Uh, I say, you know, I'm like. How many times in your life have you seen people get hurt?
4: Mm.
1: I suppose it depends on your definition of hurt. Um, I've seen a lot of people be ruined, destroyed and torn apart, particularly in how they're respected or not, but there is not much violence where I come from. That seems to be from your cultures.
2: And how much of that have you seen since coming here?
1: Not a lot. Well...
2: That's good then. <laughs> Let's keep it that way,
1: eh? Yeah, I think um, Rafton is a very soft introduction to the um, e- northeastern East, mm. uh, cultures, as far as um, tension goes. Yep. Um, you know, it's you know, the closer you sort of get into any other culture, it's going to get a bit rougher. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly Great Al. Everyone is loaded up and carrying different packs, and um, great, yeah. I rifle through,
2: is there, a, um, like, sleeping gear?
1: Yeah, yeah, you have some basic mats and rolls and stuff. Everyone has enough to sort of sleep, um, you know, on a roll and... Okay.
2: Hmm. Interesting. What
4: are you pondering?
2: Just if there's any extra stuff, like, what's... Is it all just the same, like, four sets of the same stuff? Pretty much. Okay. There's nothing else on the cart?
1: I'm going to make a destiny roll. 13. I'm going to say there is a slightly more plush piece of bedding
2: that I Edgar
1: had included knowing your Sniff that
2: request. out, and that's the one I take. <laughs> I sniff that out.
1: Yeah, Ed, Edgar knows that. Even if it's just like a minor, minorly better one, if he includes mm. that, it keeps you happy. <laughs> so somewhere he had um, Pemble pack that and rolled his eyes.
2: <laughs> ah, Pemble, you're a gem. <laughs> May as well have my initials emblazoned on it.
0: see so you're a man of, uh, finer qualities.
2: I, no use living a life in discomfort. I did half of mine in that.
0: That is fair.
1: Just making a roll for my own sake. Shit. Okay. okay. So, off you venture. Mm-hmm. You, are. Uh, you need to cross the river. Um, you... Can, I'm going to say yeah, make it easier. I mean, you can use the cart because you're abandoning the cart, so you sort of overturn it, and it's more of a, you know, it's not an aggressive sort of stream. It's more of an early part What are we for, using the cart for? To cross the river. Oh. Yeah. So, because you have to sort of to go around through the forest, Yeah. Uh, you have to cross the river. Mm-hmm. Anything we
2: don't take, um, I'm going to say I've, I'm going to assume as a trader that I'm going to have some parchment and ink and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write on a piece of parchment um take what you need, uh, take what you need refugees or something like that, and then pin it to the remaining supplies that we couldn't take with it and just leave it on the side of the road for the people that are fleeing back to the town. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we'll proceed.
0: Push the card in. Cool. So
1: you sort of lay, lay out the rest of the yeah, stuff. and
2: just have a little thing that says, take what you need.
1: Yeah. Cool. I like it. So you cross into the edge of the forest and start delving into the woods. The journey starts to get pretty rough pretty quickly. Um, you start to need to climb over some log and slash down some bracken. And at this point, uh, it has become most efficient for Brick to sort of be at the front and use his bardish, bardish, baradache. Bas- That's a good one. <laughs> I think they, bardish was what yeah, we were. So, about. Yes, we have um, been informed. But It is not a bardiche, it is a bardish. What? Oh, I don't know if that's true. I haven't looked it up.
2: I only ever have encountered it playing like Diablo Two. So and I was <laughs> called it a Bardiche. I was called it a Bardiche. But, I'm but stick to Bardish. A- Bardish. Bardish sounds more
5: brick. Like if brick. Okay, well, this uh, is my Bardish. This is my bogey axe thing. <laughs> That.
2: Say bardish, Rob. Say it is brick.
5: It is my bardish.
2: That's weird. No, it's bad- said, roll the R. Bad- bad-
1: that sounds bad-dish.
2: Bad-dish. good for brick, though. Sounds like a weird fantasy thing. <laughs> okay,
5: a cool. Bardish. Yeah. That's harder to say.
2: Yeah. Bardish. Bad-di- All right. We're settled. <laughs> I always thought it was a bardish. <laughs> so, head that. Uh, Whatever it is called, it is good for killing. <laughs> Why are you killing these vines?
1: Hop two, man. I'm going to get... um. Delvin and Catalina are really gonna be the pathfinders in this situation, so to speak, and you're gonna have to make some general knowledge rolls to see how you navigate. It's gonna be difficult. I rolled a seven in terms of the challenge of the the uh, movement. So even if you know the direction, sometimes that direction is blocked by, you know, some creeks and steep sort of slopes and cliffs and whatever.
2: Now But it's very Can I can I assist? This is a stretch. But because this... These, We've had
1: stretches before. <laughs> because
2: these lands are very much, like, my trade routes, can I assist yeah. with my merchant vocation for uh, navigating the woods and yeah. this, in this area?
1: Yeah. I think so. I think there's a... Uh, y- this You've is just an studied some the
2: general knowledge,
1: well, and also there are there are things that had previously been able to be sourced more easily through the woods that you may have had some knowledge of as okay. well. So I'm, I'm going to say there is a chance. Yeah, uh, in this so area. Yeah, give it yeah. a roll. Okay, this is an assist roll. This is your, my merchant okay. vocation okay. assist. So basically, these Catalina, are my trade routes,
2: people. Yeah,
1: <laughs> this is my roots. Yeah,
2: and my general knowledge is abysmal, so... <laughs> Uh good. One, plus
1: one win to your role, Catalina, which is gonna have to be a general knowledge check unless there's something else you think would be more appropriate, which I'm not actually Survival or general knowledge. I I'm guess. gonna say survival or general knowledge. I'm gonna let you pick.
0: Oh, general knowledge.
1: <laughs> since you're Thinisian, I'm gonna say I like that. Survival's yeah. trudging through. General knowledge
2: is using your wits to work. My out. survival
1: is too and yeah, the sun and <laughs> <in> the position <laughs> of the yeah.
0: I get minus for being this.
3: Oh, God, you guys are so bad at I the get Bible. a minus on everything. <laughs> really? Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm
3: minus one in five stats.
0: Um, I also rolled my persuasion wrong. I was supposed to, I mean, not persuasion, perception wrong. I have eight, not four, but it's yeah. fine. Just letting you know. Anyone who's watching and is like, oh, she's rolling. So well uh, three, no. One, two, three, four. four.
1: four yeah. Plus one is five. <laughs> you. Uh, very adept at uh, getting through where you need to. Not based on specific, like you haven't obviously travelled through here before, but you understand uh, enough about how the uh, natural uh, growth patterns in forests are, the the topography of the land that you might have seen in some maps, and uh, in particular in this case, the position of the sun, the direction that you guys are heading in, and you know the town you're going to. Mm -hmm. So, you quite deftly lead the party through, uh, behind bricks, sort of directing him where to go. In the meantime, you also do notice that Medela is harder to get to keep up with everyone, because there is so much to notice around here. It is, yes, she um, mentions that so she's sort of been to a couple of those oasis things with the palm trees and frongs, but this is like dense forest, like really thick vines and big trees and growth everywhere, really very English in terms of the deciduous trees and Um, some brambles and interesting berries and and things like that. So she'll come across a berry. And every now and then uh, I'm going to get everyone to make a survival check challenge level two.
2: (laughs) I want to, okay. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Okay. So Corey, Delvin. (laughs) Yep. Hey! 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 Everyone everyone is competent and confident enough Woo! with the local plant life and stuff to notice when she's focused on the wrong kind they of mushroom <laughs> or like one of the berries is a bad berry bush that makes you itchy if you touch it, that sort of thing. Yeah. So she's finding all of that interesting too. She's um, starting to be a little... It's almost that she, in feeling she has a safety net and everyone's guidance. She's being more willing to look at and touch things and be called to stop rather than to not reach out because it's also new and interesting. And mm-hmm. and there aren't people. There's not a threat in her mind, especially because you're all her guides.
2: With my with my three, mm-hmm. do I spot one that you can eat? Like a oh, berry? For sure. I'm gonna I'm yeah, gonna yeah. pop off some berries and be like, chuck her one and be like, there you go, Medela. You mm-hmm. can have one of these. They're yeah. quite seat and, uh, sweet in season. And then pop one in my mouth as well. And then I gesture uh, 2nd second and be like, oh, you two could try them too if you want. Sure. Don't know if you've had barrow fruit before. Sure. I'll
4: eat a couple.
0: Eat cool.
2: a couple of berries. Nice. Great. Don't eat too many now, or you won't be uh, moving beyond squatting for a while.
1: <laughs> and you um, eat a berry. Great. It's a delicious berry. Awesome. <laughs> Wait, or is it, hang on a second, let me just, uh, yeah, no, it's a really delicious berry. Yeah. Make, make <laughs> some
0: good wine, possibly. Delvin,
1: Delvin knows where to pick the good berries. Yeah, great. Yeah. This
2: is my home, basically.
0: Um, while we're walking, I want to talk to Medela and say, so because we're going to be looking after you, I think that it would be a good idea for you to tell me a bit more about your, um, about where you're from.
1: Very well. What would you like to know?
0: I just kind of just want to know, like, do I know much about?
1: Not very much. You've Penelope. you've seen some illustrations that mm-hmm. have been drawn by some Phoenician travellers. You've heard stories. And if, if there's anything that you would have that others in the party wouldn't have is mm-hmm. more understanding of their culture and, and the aesthetic. But there's it's probably of all the cultures, aside from the coldish, um, the one that the Nissians would know the yeah. least about. I think uh, Thenessia is very interested in in uh, being more, having more access to to Fellmore. So there's yep. a lot of new stuff you can learn from Medela for sure. And
0: uh, I, I kind if that of your question. I kind of <clears> want to know more. I'm seeing this as an advantage to learn more about their culture in terms of trade. But and she's a child, so she's yep. not going to know very much. Yep. But I want to per, sort of try to persuade her to tell me, like, ah. Oh, um, as what in kind what's of the
1: valuable stuff?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yes, okay. Make yes.
1: a make a persu- You could assist with your vocation uh, and make a persu- persuasion roll. I'm not going to say she's resistant in particular, but I think that she may not understand certain yeah, things. Yeah, so
0: I'm going
1: to say challenge level three.
0: Okay. So this is <clears throat> art knowledge.
1: This is the assist. Yep. Yep. Two, three, four. So you get plus one win to your persuasion roll. Oh, Rob. You and your bloody green bag.
2: It Who gave him the really green bag? Anymore. Anymore. Yay! Yay. Yeah.
1: What'd you get? Uh, three. Plus one, so four. Yeah. I will... I will no, but look, it's I not doing t- it anymore. It's
2: good. What? Yeah. It's not being chromed. He's lost his powers. Why?
3: Oh, I don't, if I do it really close, it does. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, like, back here, nothing.
0: It's a slide.
1: So, anyway. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, you know the questions to ask, and in particular the vibe you're getting or the, some of the answers you can gather is that the, the Phelan people are really good at figuring out the utility of natural things. Uh, that is how they first built their culture and civilization, and then eventually became very good at discovering where to get the best things. In particular, Coldish Gold, which you're aware, um, is only really traded through the Phelan.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but the Dracow Horns that are turned into recipes for phalan glass and for their concrete, their cement, uh, which doesn't really in its form exist many, anywhere else. It's mm-hmm. like a culture secret. Mm-hmm. Um, enables them to build huge structures and statues. It's slightly a, like a dark grey in tone from what she describes. Okay. Um, that is something that you know, even though you trade in the arts, uh there will be Thennisians who are going to be really, really interested in, in uh, figuring out how they understand how to utilize uh, and farm the the uh, horns of the, the Drakau. Okay.
0: Do do the Drakau get hurt? Uh, like, are they? Um, how do their horns come off? Like, do they just cut them off, or do they have to? Yeah, the they, they horn?
1: farm. They, they have huge Drakau farms. From she she describes them. just like, okay. As far as the eye can see, you know, the fields that have been nurtured to grow the desert um, weeds that they harvest. Um, they feed on those and we feed on the dracow. They're very, okay. well, I say we, truly it is the phalenco that feed on the dracow. So mm. they basically, she describes they're used as a the nutrition source and high-protein source for their slaves, mm-hmm. uh, and then all their bits, whether it be skin or horns or eye or hooves and all this stuff gets utilised in different ways. But it is a very well-utilised creature. Okay. You know, their milk and their everything. Do
0: used. they consider them sacred or just uh, just a... No,
1: they farm... They Yeah, cool. Yeah, they're very unfeeling, it seems, about creatures that can be used for their game, yep. Great. which is probably indicates why she uh, why why hints of some lacking empathy comes out when she speaks to Brick sometimes. She wants his protection but she also understands that he's more of a dracow than a person from where she comes from. Okay. <laughs> Thank, thanks, thanks, interesting.
0: Okay, cool, that's all I really wanted to know. Okay.
1: So, the sun is starting to get a little lower, it's later in the afternoon uh, but the the forest is thinning out a little bit and you have all really deftly and successfully navigated through, uh, through the forest and you start to find sort of patches of clearing and uh, come out on the other side. And you see a path, a road uh, up ahead of you across a river, but uh, there is... It's fairly common knowledge that in the town ahead, it acts as a bit of a bridge to the other side of the river and to the continued journey through to Ionai. The town coming up ahead, which you may reach by the end of the day, if not very late, um, is Feldbrook, which Delvin is familiar with from having grown up in it as a very young lad and being kicked out as a a boy. At the age of about seven, did you say?
2: He was more like... 10, but yeah. yeah, it doesn't really matter that much. I was yeah. young. Um, I spent all my teenage years in, in the barrows.
0: Do in you the... tell us this?
2: Huh? I've made. I saw. It. You might have context clue picked up that I. Something had happened to me when I was young because of what I said to Medela, but I mm. haven't said it to you yeah, guys. All cool. mm. um, right, there's Felbrook.
1: I knew it would be coming up. Press on. No need to sleep out in the wilderness. So you're about. From what you can gather, about two hours away from Fellbrook and it's in the afternoon. So if you don't have an interrupted journey, you'll get there in good time. But you have an interrupted journey. (laughs) Because as you're travelling on the road, you notice a good array of some scattered belongings. And um, it seems to be that a lot of the people who have gotten through have some of them have just sort of run and every now and then things have dropped have been abandoned along the way An entire almost an entire town has uh, abandoned the city and a lot of their belongings seems to have been stolen or taken by that group and then that many of them have been traumatized or robbed and been scattering after so you come across two people in the middle of the road punching up just a Husband and wife, just at it.
4: Oh, (laughs) my gosh. They're,
1: like, really angry at each other, and it seems to have been escalating and escalating, uh, and they're at fisticuffs. Now, normally you might be a little more more worried for the woman in the fight, but she is about twice his size uh, and is holding a rolling pin. Um, (laughs) You recognise them, Catalina, as uh, the baker and her husband from the town because you've been there a few times and you've visited oh, the bakery, right. so you know you've gotten some some of their bread and things like that. Now so they'd you... be grade descendants now
2: more than Barrow descendants. You don't know. Is that would that be typical? Because my the town was it's a mix. The Barrow in and people were pushed out of Felton fifteen years ago, but mm. or if they resettled.
1: Your assumption would be people, most people who have left Felton have enough connection to Greydale to be able to resettle and they're moving back due to fear of the king and um, yep. having, you know. So most of them are, are more loyal to the and plight, mm-hmm. but uh, in trade and vocation, more connected to Greydale. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a lot of them have sort of gone, come out that way. So they're probably a little more Greyden than, than Barrowin. Yeah.
2: I was just trying to work out where it came out in the wash from the Barrowin people being kicked out of there in a scuffle. Um, but after 15 years, I could see how... Um,
0: I'm going to run up to them and attempt to stop them by getting in between them, and then if that doesn't work.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um, it's, it's not as bad as it could be, mm-hmm. Uh they, they seem to be too exhausted to fight a lot more. But they're both really devastated, mm-hmm. um, and they're in the middle of you know it's starting to shove each other. Guys, in the fight. what are you? What's going on? Don't you bloody well interrupt! I'm dealing with him the way I want to. Now don't be so rude to strangers Don't tell me not to be rude to strangers
0: You know very well you're in the wrong Alright, alright, let's just just calm down Everything's fine She makes
2: a fine point I've eaten my meal and the town's just there Can we move on? He
1: forced me Let me gather myself He forced me to leave our goods back with those bastards Now I don't even have a profession to pick up down in Rafton Sorry, not Rafton, Fellbrook! I had family there. They were expecting something. I can't contribute. Well, you know what they were taking. They wanted our gold and we didn't even get any by the time we okay. arrived. Okay. So they start bickering.
0: Out. Cool. I turn to her and say, what goods did you leave behind? Oh, whole They wouldn't let us take anything. Right. Where are you expected to be in
1: Felbrook? Felbrook? Well, I've got a sister... She, she owns it. Well, she runs a tapestry and all that, and I was just going to try and see if I could share a shop and resettle. Bloody sick of all this Sorry, risk did, and
2: Did you say tapas or tapestry?
1: Tapas. What's a tapas?
2: Oh, never mind. Come on, can we go now? <laughs> this ain't no problem.
0: We're happy to yeah. travel with you. I know it's not far, but if we travel in a group. I tell you what,
4: Darling, you can I, I just take this. a moment and I
1: just pull, I go to Catalina. Before, before you pull away, she goes, I tell you what, you get me my cart back and I'll sort you out with a comfortable place to stay. I know a few people in the town and uh, I'm certain I could pull some strings, but I'd really like my profession back if you wouldn't mind. My useless sack of a husband! isn't willing to help and is a little wimping out and saying all this and that about the king getting cross or whatnot.
0: Okay, that was a lot. <laughs> Selvin, do you want to talk to me?
2: Yeah, it's just a quiet word with you, love, if I could. yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll now, let's just stuff. step aside over here and I just take a little... Um, what in the God's name, what are you doing?
0: What are you talking about?
2: Why are you going up and talking to random strangers? we got more important things to do than this people's bickering.
0: Yes, but we can't have these people fighting on the side of the road. The people... We can have down.
2: whatever the hell we want. That's a good distraction well, you, for us to get...
0: you go on ahead then. And I turn away from
4: you.
2: <laughs> <Whoa>. I'm, <laughs> I'm just like... Well, okay, and I'll take me job with me. Come on, Brick, let's take my daily into the town. I've got a plenty good way to get a fine place to sleep. And I jangle my coin purse.
0: I, talk, I turn to the woman and I say, I'm really sorry, I can't get your car back, but let's just get into town. Let's Listen, just be there safe. were
1: only a handful of people left by the time we went through. Way we either, there was. well, I came across a few people who were quite sore and sorry. 20, 30 men, apparently. But by the time we went through, they were looking a little more comfortable. If the man would stand up and be a little braver, we might have held on to okay, it.
0: Okay, okay, look, let's just head into town first, and then we can talk about your car.
1: She looks, like, really stroppy.
0: I'm sure your sister <laughs> she really...
1: folds her arms and holds her, holding her roll. I'm sure
0: your sister like, really wants to know that you're safe.
1: I think she'd want to know that I could contribute to the house, so no one might... Anyway, she she starts bickering with her husband, and you know you're probably not going to get anywhere. They're like they're okay. not moving anytime soon. She's being really stubborn.
0: Okay, I say then I'm I'm taking my leave. You are welcome to travel with me for protection, but
1: he, the husband, follows you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now you travel for uh, a couple more hours. Oh, okay. it's hours till Felton. Yeah, it was a couple of hours.
2: <sighs>
1: I said it was about two hours journey. Okay.
2: And, we're, and that, so the husband starts walking with us for like a yeah, hundred metres so a yeah. so hundred metres we go down the road so
1: Delvin's up front Brick and Medela following and the Catalina who had, who's leaving the conversation who is now being tagged along by a fairly wimpy looking man and his berating wife nagging at the back like you think you can
4: okay, just get
2: she, away with it. My... She's staying back. She's, she's following. Oh, um, so she's following too. Oh, so point. that's
1: all... Yeah, real big and strong. You're going to help me... Like, yeah, The only bloody reason I'm married were you was you could get... Help me get my shop set up, and this is the...
2: <laughs> okay, I'm going to roll a Destiny <laughs> roll for Delvin. <sighs> okay, so I maintain my cool, and I turn quietly, and I say... Catalina, nice choice of travelling companions you've decided to bring along with us.
1: Madela turns to Brick and goes, are they all like this? These people's culture is very strange. Anyway.
0: Um, Just a quick side note. Can I use my magic without playing if it's a certain spell or do I have to play in order for it to work?
1: No, no, you don't have to play.
0: Cool. Okay, I, where
1: um, is you, Sorry, I'm just going to editing note that out, um, but just, like, because I think I had answered it, but it's better to just mm-hmm. play out, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, could,
0: uh, Do you have the spell list? It was yes. in
4: Discord.
0: It's
1: in Discord. All yeah.
2: right, yeah. No, well, you're, oh, yeah, you're editing this out. Yep, yeah. yep,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. yeah, I can return. Oh, so I'll select a return ten, point. This ten, is being edited out. Just chat mentioning.
3: on the tabletop team one.
0: Oh, beautiful, thank you.
3: You're welcome.
2: Um, I n- you got it? I yes. sort of look at Medela and I'm like, do you think we should help these people?
1: Medela looks like, what would... I don't know. Uh, do Can we trust them?
2: We can't trust anyone, I've already told you that, but...
1: Then I I think not. <laughs> I think perhaps if the untrust these problems are bothering us, they should remain their own.
2: And how much do you Voice want to help them, Catalina? The
0: I don't believe that them bickering out in the middle of nowhere is going to do any help to anyone.
2: No, but I don't really think we can go and take on some bandits.
0: I I agree. All right. And I never promised that either. But.
1: I'm going to get everyone to make a general knowledge check. <laughs> Maybe survival, actually. Survival check. I don't, is, what's your survival? The same. Okay. There you go. You two, got two successes. I'm going to say I should have picked a challenge level. Challenge level two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: Are you on two as well?
1: I,
3: I literally have Nick.
2: You guys have
4: terrible yeah. survival. I'm everything. Oh, I thought
3: you'd be
4: higher. No. you? Yep. Th-
2: I think it's a Barrowin thing. I have a feeling I didn't actually... Oh, no. No, it's just it's just
1: three plus int. <laughs> so <laughs> I haven't got any. I was like, oh, I think I've got a point because of Barrowing. No. I'm going to say, you know, you got two. But you know enough to know that uh, Ow. Delvin knows that their volume at this hour may start to become a hindrance when it comes to creatures, which you've come across... Wolves on your journey mm. back in on the trade that you had just returned from. So, uh, if this keeps up, there is a continued risk of uh, something happening. Yeah, something happening.
4: Yeah, fair. But
1: creating a, a loud target of yourselves. And I'm she's touch, like. she's still the sun about. is starting to go down. That it is uh, darkening. Like cool. Cool.
0: And she's still. Twilight, cool. She's still screaming and carrying on. Yes. Great.
1: She has got fortitude. She's sticking at it, and everyone's getting weary of it.
0: I would like to cast Shift Emotion.
1: You no, know, first. I okay, oh, want to so, roll for first. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing you need to do is identify emotion. So there's oh, a, I so see. So this is... Okay. Um, Catalina has the interesting ability to be able to move and shape and identify people's emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to do that on a, on the level that it, it works in magic uh, is sort of like deeper, and you need to sort of be able to see where and what it is cool. to be able to shape it. It's almost like this physical essence in your mind, a cool. spiritual essence you have to reach, but to reach it, you have to know where it is and what it is. Great. So you need to roll and identify emotion motion check. So you cool. use your magic dice, and it's just going to be a challenge of a one. one. Why yeah, does she get magic dice? dice and we get normal ones? Because she's a magic user but hasn't told you yet, Rob. It's a joke about... Magic dice. I know. I yeah. I got to just steamrolled over it.
0: So it was <laughs> I rolled ten? So Does that a, sound right? No,
1: no, no. You roll three. Three. Oh, Your the three to start it, with. Yep. It's a no, no. In total, for every spell. You don't uh, have any additions. So the way the magic system works, which has not been explained anywhere, so please feel free to not ask questions about it in the comment. <laughs> but it will be at one point explained. We're just going to incrementally introduce it through the campaign. <laughs> but uh, there are no additions. You don't add intelligence or combat points or anything. It is just the magic pool you have is from your vocation yep. points you've invested, and then the ability to use are in the skill points, but the numbers of the points you have, they are your dice. So you have three dice to roll because you have three mm-hmm. points in the skill mm-hmm. and then you have a mana pool of three because that is the points in your vocation. Okay. So you roll three dice for a challenge of one and because you didn't succeed any mm-hmm. of the dice, mm-hmm. you still succeed the check mm-hmm. but you lose one mana. Yeah. So one of your three mana. So you, you turn to the bickering woman and mm-hmm. you have this ability to sort of sense... What what is carrying her actions? Why is she motivated? And you sort of feel through just almost as if you were reaching out and, and touching her soul essence with your heart and your own soul essence and you can feel this real sense of wounded disruption. She doesn't know who she is without her cart and she's just lashing out any way she knows how, which is to bully and intimidate and bicker, but really she feels quite... Fragile and brittle right, brittle right now. Sure. And you can feel that shape and essence. You've identified that. It cool. has cost you a mana. That yep. is what happens when you don't... Succeed the r- role. yep. Yep. Okay. So you have two points left in your mana pool, meaning you can't then attempt something above a challenge level to sort of spell. Yep. Um, but now that you have identified the essence, you can shift the emotion, you can amplify or soften the emotion. Okay. Uh, and there's a few other things, but they're the main ones.
0: Okay, let's... Let's shift
1: it. To what? That's going to be pretty hard. Yeah, so I'm going to say, so when you shift an emotion, now that you've identified what her core emotion is, Mm -hmm. uh, if you shift it to something adjacent, the external sort of display of that, then it's easier, like challenge level one. If it's opposite, if you wanted to make her happy, that would be like a challenge level three. Okay. I'm going to say this is a challenge level two.
2: So could you... Like, go, okay, so she's really feeling like sh- crap inside and she's lashing out. Could you, like, make her, dep- like, just twist her to be just internally depressed? But it, is that, like, a lesser shift? Yeah, Are yeah. You going, I, like, instead of pushing out, push in and hate yourself? It's not a friendly thing to do, but yeah. it, it would change the outward behaviour while... Is that a small shift to just be, like, you still feel the same way, but you're now not...
1: I'm going to say, with this woman and the intensity of her feelings, Ooh. I'm going to say it's a two... Um, oh, if it's a soften, I, I think oh, yeah, it, one right? would be like reduce the <laughs> results of what she's doing a little yeah. bit. But if you want to shut her up, I'm going to say challenge level two. Cool. It will make her, it, it will just change the display of her emotions. Now you have three dice to roll with, but you have a maple of two. What you picking? So you can sort of uh, turn down the volume or mute. They're your, <laughs> they're your options. <laughs>
0: Let's let's try and mute it. Let's do it. All right. Why not?
1: Challenge level two.
0: So roll three dice, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep.
1: Cool, Eight. you got three. All right. So you don't lose any mana. That's how the, that mechanism works. Yep. Uh, so basically everyone's walking down this path and there's bickering, like, I'd say bickering couple, but really it's the woman walking at the very back of this whole group quite a large portly lady, red in the face, and more exhausted from shouting than walking, and she's been walking all day, um, but she's not letting up. So you turn around, identifying that emotion, feeling it, almost this essence that you can shape. And how do you, like, if you just flick that switch, which you could, uh, just might be a bit odd. So you, but you also, your instinct isn't that you know that you know how to do this. You feel like you're a persuasive person, so you tend to talk people through these things and mm. you feel yourself shaping that emotion, but you don't know that you're performing magic per se. Yep. You know you're uncannily good at it. Yeah. I'll probably put it that way.
0: I'd probably just try and be like, there are people who have lost far more than what you have lost, like, and you need to understand that and be sympathetic. This poor girl that we're with, she's lost everything, mm. and yet you want to complain about a cart. I get it, but there are bigger things going on right now.
1: The way I'm going to make this work mm. is that the two that you successfully got, yep. they are two wins on a persuasion roll. So now you roll a persuasion check. Okay. And with where she's at, challenge number four. She got three. Three the successes on three dice. Yeah.
2: It was. It was three successes okay. on three dice. All right,
1: fair enough. I'm still figuring out the magic system, but let's go with it. You got three wins. Challenge... Uh, Now it's a persuasion check, challenge level four. So roll your persuasion check, but you get three wins to your roll. So you have to get one dice. (laughs) Uh. Oh, wow. Uh. Imagine if she failed this. That would be funny. She does not. I think the main thing is, like, it can't be impossible for you. You know what I mean? Like, it has to be possible for you to fail, even though you use magic.
4: Mm.
1: But no, you're very, very persuasive. Like, you turn around and... It's almost like shivers go down everyone's spine just a little bit because the way you turn around and sort of face her, um, everyone's bothered and she's large. She's, uh, she looks like she'd be willing to take on Brick. She's not quite that large, but she's, you know... Give it a go. <laughs> big burly woman rolling dough all day and punching the dough and all this stuff. So she's, you know, she's tough. Rocky music plays and this every day. <laughs> <laughs> this slender Phoenician art trading girl turns around... And well, let's role play it out.
0: You need to stop.
1: And she starts to argue, but as you use her shaping emotion and stuff, and you back and forth as to you know, oh, why do I need to stop if he and she? You can feel like she's calming visibly; like it's sort of reducing the 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 punch in her voice is mm-hmm. sort of reducing to sort of slaps. Um, but the, basically, the magic is working as you sort of describe mm-hmm. what you just said about you know other people have gone through worse and things like that. Yeah. Until eventually she starts to just weep, but nods and it's very, very well. You know.
2: Did the sudden so turned off
1: the soothing music.
2: <laughs> did the sudden snap of that seem very odd?
1: It looked really, really competent. Like, really interestingly persuasive. Just a really
0: persuasive person.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to say? That you will assume she knows this person or has met or discussed this to to be able to turn around with such confidence and for that reaction to happen because it's not, it wouldn't happen with a stranger in your experience. But I will get you to roll a perception check. Challenge level four. Ooh, three. Three successes. Okay. Yeah, that's that's all you think. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to roll a perception check?
5: Brick does not care for their petty squabbles as long as they be quiet and do not draw the tiny furry dark <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to roll for uh, Medela. Perception check. What is her? It's five. Challenge level four, was it? No, she doesn't pick up on anything either. Very, very adept persuasion. The sun is almost set uh, As we walk
2: into town I'm going to have a quiet word with Mandela. Yep And I just say um, to her Now you see that couple and the way they behaved before
1: I don't think I could miss it if I tried <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well if you learn anything from me in this journey Is to never ever treat anyone like that No matter who you are or who they are I got no respect for them
1: that is good advice I imagine it keeps people on your side
2: it's not about keeping people on your side it's about doing what's right kid and it ain't right to treat people
1: like that I admire your concern for people's feelings (laughs) is it that that you are concerned motivated by
2: (laughs) you got a funny way of looking at things kid but uh I guess it's just about making sure people uh, don't get what they don't deserve and do get what they do deserve, I guess. I don't know. I didn't think I'd be waxing philosopher with the little kid, so philosophical, I don't know. Anyway, town's up ahead, <laughs> I say, expecting to, like, impart rapid I'm an adult advice, and then the kid's just, like, this scholar, and I'm just like, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I'm a big adult and you're a kid and I know what I'm <laughs> talking about and you don't, let's go... <laughs>
1: It's interesting. She seems, she seems touched by the interaction, but also a little, like, intrigued. Mm-hmm. Um, from what you can gather from the brief conversations that sort of happened through the party, uh, she's been exposed to a lot of debate and trade and, and a lot of very adult <laughs> conversations. So she's sort of picked up on all those cues. But um, She's not a girl. She's a little woman. <laughs> <laughs> you, you whisper to yourself as you enter town. Um, so you arrive uh, to the town lying ahead of you, Fellbrook. Uh, and You can see the stream has sort of been picking up pace. It's connected with some of the creeks from, from the forest you've come out of and it's a little bit more gushing and you sort of see some uh, watermill on the edge of town and a gate and uh, the bridge ahead, which uh, has some weary travellers sort of getting there things together and ready to go through the gate and it seems like there's been a bit of an exodus uh well at least you know you've seen it on the first end now you're seeing stragglers you're starting to overtake people even though you've been on foot a lot of these people have been um kind of traumatized like, these are the people that have fled from yeah. felbrook? Felton. felton you're arriving okay. to felbrook but you're no one's
2: fleeing felbrook
1: no you're there, arriving okay. to felbrook it's sort of like the place people have been going to
0: does it look like the, this um, town's going to, like, struggle to keep these people, like these refugees?
1: It's a, it's a fairly large okay. village. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a large town, mm. um, but it's got a definitely got at least two inns and um, got okay. a good sort of...
4: They'll
1: manage. Yeah, they, they're used yeah. to trade and travel, So they're used to accommodating people, maybe not in this large group, but mm-hmm. uh, they've had some you know, military groups travel through and lodge there at times. So, you know, they're not going to struggle, but it'll be full and busy. Cool, great. You enter town. uh, There are a couple of militiamen, not grey guards, but um, just townspeople just look really Mm -hmm. befuddled, but resigned at this point. They've been dealing with this all day. It's like um, they sort of walk up. At this point, they've been questioning everyone as they enter. Um, They step forward and who's first in line leading the group? (coughs) I'm, All right, uh, who've we got oh. here? Who's, oh my God, is that a? It's been a long day. Is he a? He looks at Brick. Is he a failing cool? You know, one of them s- slaves.
0: I kind of like gesture because you can speak for yourself.
1: I am Brick. Brick, eh? You look like one big one. <laughs> uh. You should be fine in these parts, but uh, you've been tending to travel further.
0: Yes, we are.
1: I see. Delvin is strangely
2: <clears throat> absent from this conversation. And if you... Kn-
1: Everyone roll Perception. What time is it? I'm going to say in layman's terms it's like 6, 6.30. Is the is sun town? out? It's almost... Yeah. People this, are
3: lighting torches and stuff. But so. I don't get my perception bonus in darkness?
1: <laughs> no.
3: Okay.
1: Is the not town... No? Is it walled? Yeah, just some, some Palisade, walls. Palisades? Yeah. yeah, pretty much. What's the they sort of utilise the river, so it's not walled along the river. But yeah, what's the
2: challenge level?
1: Perception? Hmm. For, sorry, what was this for again? You just mm, made it Oh, wrong. for Delvin! Yes, sorry, my bad. Um, I'm not hiding. Challenge so level... Be... Okay, I'll say challenge level two. to cool. it's We both here. passed. Okay, so you both noticed. Passed. You, both noticed, you both noticed Delvin's gone. Yeah.
0: Oh, you're just gone.
1: No, um, if you uh, look around...
2: Are you looking around?
0: Yes.
1: So would Can be. you tell me where you
2: are? <laughs> yeah, so they spot Delvin. Um, he kind of just stopped walking. You know when you're walking with the group and someone stops walking? And um, he's just sort of looking uh, at the palisade and the wall and he's walked off to the side of the road and um, he's just got that, like, a real look of he's somewhere else and he's looking at the wall and, like, turns and looks north.
0: Um, Paying
3: no attention to the conversation with the guard. Mm -hmm. Just as part of, like, what I've been trained to do as a bodyguard. Can I use like a crowd control check just to like make sure my party is safe?
1: More as a perception check sort of thing.
3: Well, I'm not sure. It's it's a like keeping, like I don't know how busy it is. Are there like people bustling past?
1: It's uh, it's on the tail end of it. So really everyone's exhausted. Most people have gone through and are settled or settling.
4: Okay.
1: Uh, so you're sort of on the stragglers at the end of it. Uh, mm-hmm. There are a couple of people who you've been overtaken at the very end who maybe got a bit roughed up.
3: Yeah. I just want to make sure that people are kind of keeping their distance from my party.
1: Yep. Yeah, I'd, cool. I'd say you manage that fairly effectively. If, if anything, everyone's taking quite a wide berth around breaking the party. That, Good. Yeah. <laughs> you you don't even need a roll. You naturally control the crowd. <laughs> okay. Um, but the guard turns to you and says, uh, you tr- intend to go on travelling further. Yes, we do. What are your plans? If you don't mind me asking, I don't want to uh, bother anyone, but... Trying to look after everyone. People seem displaced and don't want anyone making bad decisions, uh, especially if it can come back to buy us.
0: I'm not going to tell him where we're going. I will say we we intend to just travel further down. Not quite to Ionspire, but along the way.
4: Very well.
1: Your business is your business. Uh, let me know if you need anything. In's over there, and so he points in different directions and stuff. Thank you. Thank um, you sort of generally facilitates and says otherwise let me know if you need anything. Uh where I've heard there's a bit of a travelling military group that's going to be coming through uh in the morning heading up uh Rafton Way. So uh sorry, Felton, Felton Way. Felton Way. <laughs> uh to uh well I'm not quite sure. That's all the word I've gotten. Mm. Curious as to whether they're investigating or diminishing or expanding or
0: Does this guy seem pretty genuine?
1: I'd say yeah. He's uh, exhausted, but he's yeah. trying to look after people yeah. as they come in.
0: I'll say to him, we we did come from Felton. Um, it's awful up there. Just I would tell anyone just to be on guard.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a perception check for him. Mm-hmm. Er, could Ooh. you... Oh, that was a four. So he got three. So he certainly notices that you're... Not from
4: mm. <laughs>
1: <filled in. laughs> Believe it or not, and then he glances across and says, Now that's the first Phelan I've seen in a long time. What, what, if you don't mind me asking, what, what she, how did she?
0: I'm gonna cut the conversation there and say, Thank you for your help, you've been great, and just walk into the town,
1: very well, well take care. He moves on to sort of help someone else set up their cart. Cool,
0: did the woman in the <laughs> The couple that were with us, did they say anything?
1: As you start walking away,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you hear some bickering rising in the background and they're talking to the guard. Um, but she, uh, as an option, had told you the name of her sister okay. um, and uh, given a bit of a description of the town or whatever and stuff. So uh, along with the guard's help, you, you know you have... A couple of options. One of the inns, you've been told, is full and burst at the seams, and that's the be- better option. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, from what you know, the other inn, the second inn, the spare mm-hmm. inn, mm-hmm. will be able to accommodate you, but there may not be many options as far as rooms goes. But her sister's place, um, they seem to have had fallings out in the past, so she's not entirely sure if she's welcome, but she's very well off. That's but what you know.
0: Fair enough. Um, so you
1: th- enter the t- town and you would know where to go for any of those things.
0: Are you still staying outside?
1: Delvin
2: is standing outside. Okay. He hasn't paid any. He does not even know. So, so as you, the, to the go.
1: group starts moving in and uh, Medela sort of tug, tugs at uh, Catalina's sleeve and says,
0: is he coming or not? I turn around and see you outside. Mm-hmm. I'm I probably like
2: to, 15 metres away.
0: I turn to Brick and say, do you mind finding us lodgings for the night?
5: is my experience. People do not take too well to my kind.
0: Maybe just just give it a shot. Try try something new for once. See so how you go.
1: <laughs> Very well.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh boy. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> so we're splitting the party. Catalina approaches Delvin.
0: Mm-hmm. You okay?
1: Delvin's kneeled to the ground
2: and pulls a flower out of the ground and is looking at it.
1: You alright, buddy? Sort of weak in posture or how would yeah, you describe d- his, disarmed, his demeanor? Yeah,
2: disarmed. Okay. Um, and so you walk up.
1: Just, a, just a, a thought if you want to take it. But mm-hmm. in a situation like this, Catalina, your character can ask how someone's feeling, but she can also tell exactly how someone's feeling. With just, magic. Just putting that out there. Let's do that. You want to give it a go? Yeah, do, you so you can ask him, but me. you can also I give that give hour that hour. A, the old crack. So it's a challenge number one. You have three dice. Yeah. Nailed it. Uh, so you ask, and this is something I'm going to say you're quite used to doing. Mm-hmm. You'll ask people how they're feeling, but then you'll know exactly how they're feeling. And that also will often tell you if they're being deceptive yeah. or sort of, you know, trying to keep it down or sure. want to let it out. Um, sure. Gives you a really clear gauge. Mm-hmm. So you ask... I what won't do bother you... rolling
2: deception then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so, do you, you Delving... could, if you want to deceive, you can... Uh, and then that will be a bonus on her per- perception.
2: In in this instance, I think it's fine. Um, I'll be I'll be disarmed, and you can just know. Um,
1: what do you say? So or, Delvin,
2: Delvin looks up and he's like, "Oh, Catalina, um, what? What did you say?
0: Is everything all right?"
2: So I'll play it through, yep. and then I'll afterwards explain. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, everything's fine. I just a f- fine flower, a fine town. I've been back here in a while, as all. And then I stand up and turn on you and like brush myself down a little bit. But you know, so Delvin is feeling like hollowed out, mournful, and lost. And you're getting a strong sense of like yearning for like childhood and and that nostalgia. Um, And there's a lot of pain and, Mm. like, bad stuff in this place.
0: I'm going to put... I put my hand on your shoulder and I say, I know how awful it can be going back to the place that you call home and the things aren't the same like they were before.
2: Um, His... Delvin's brow furrows and he looks slightly confused. Hmm... Can I percept, because I never told her I this is my home. So can I, like, perception check that this is feels odd that she
1: would know that? Mm. Did you say home or I think you refer to home. a place of pain? I said
0: home, yeah. She said yeah, to return to your home. I'm more referring to. How did you to, know that? I didn't. Okay. She's,
2: she's, because the feelings in my body Ooh. are so yeah, okay. rooted in I, homecoming. I
0: was more relating to myself. Yeah, or okay. I'm saying that like a place that's familiar to you, which I'm trying to say that my yeah. home—I ha- once got home and my dad wasn't there. Yeah.
4: Right.
0: So that's kind of okay. But but you're sort more than welcome to take that role.
1: Well, you you could and uh, you could aid your own by sort of affecting his emotion a little bit if you wanted to.
0: Okay. So who rolls first then? It's
1: up to you. What are your intentions? I'm Let's suspicious. Sort of you roll first. Okay. This is my perception check. Only got two. two. Okay. Uh if you want to aid your persuasion,
4: mm-hmm.
1: uh, you can do that with your special skills if you would like. I'd say it's a uh, challenge level one for it to not cost any anything.
0: Okay. Sure. So do I have to pick? What well, I change it to or
1: Pretty much, um, I would assume in this case it would be more of a softening. So it's like mm-hmm. someone being, uh, what's the word you use? Curious? Not curious. Um, Skeptical.
2: Yeah. i uh, suddenly, suddenly suspicious because suspicious of what thing. you said.
1: Yeah. So yeah. that sort of take. That's like a sharp emotion. It's sort of like a sharp turning towards that mm-hmm. you can sort of soften that
0: okay. impulse. Great. Let's do that. Yeah.
1: So I'd just say challenge number one. Roll your three dice. Great. You've got three successes. Bam. Uh, I'm going to say anything over the challenge level. I still need to figure this stuff out. but I'm, uh, be, I'm
2: happy to just roll with role play. Give, I'm, I'm going to give you plus two to a persuasion. I don't, I'm happy for it not to. Like, I'm happy yeah. to just. Swing with it, especially with inter character. Yeah. It's not really a fight. It's we're in the Fair same enough. party. Yeah. So if you, I'll say, I don't need I'll say mechanic. that you
1: were your impulse would normally be to be quite suspicious. But I
2: feel so, that she just dulled that, right? Yeah. So I'm like pang of suspicion, and then immediately like, oh no, I'm probably just Misheard being hyper defensive. Okay. Um. Oh, <laughs> home. Right. I, I. never. I never said this was my home, but uh, good intuition, Catalina. I guess you got there. I did grow up here. It's been a while since I've stayed. I tend to avoid it.
0: Look, we're... I'd say we're friends now, right? I mean, we've only really met each other a day ago, not even. But if you need someone to do this with you, I'm happy to... Okay, why are you laughing at me? Galvin
2: takes... You, you're reading... Is she actively, constantly reading my thoughts?
1: Not thoughts, feelings. feelings. It's like the shape of, of where you're I'm at. Delvin, of Delvin's
2: eyes dart down and up when you say we're friends now and you immediately get the sense of him being like, ooh, friends, are we? Like, as uh, he clearly, like, you're a beautiful
1: Thinissian woman. Yeah. I'm going to say when you've read someone's emotions, you're mm-hmm. tapped into the shape of it as oh it's constantly God. moving. So you you feel that swelling of, like... It's a soft... <laughs> it's, a
2: soft, it's, a soft it's not like a... It's just like, oh, this girl thinks or? I'm a friend. No. Like, oh. And Delvin's just like, oh. Well, I, feel, guess, I guess we are. I feel
1: like it. the spiritual essence equivalent of like, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then I'm gonna just yeah, say that like I'm happy to help you as a friend. Not that they'll be like as friends, yeah.
2: Well I don't think there's much you can help me with. It's um, so all old wounds and you know all that. But anyway, um, where'd
1: the big guy go?
0: Uh, he's gone to go find somewhere for us to stay for the night.
1: I'm going to shift away (laughs) to Brick. You've been described two places that you can go find accommodation for your group in. Medela is by your side uh, with no idea where to go or what to say and looking at you expectantly.
3: Do I know where to go?
1: I would uh, ask you to head into this town and find us a place to stay as the lady has requested. Yeah, no. But do I know where you know the two places you can walk to? It's been described. Okay, you, cool. You yeah, yeah. It. I
3: had to. I had to one of them, the yeah. closest one of them.
1: The closest of the two is the baker, uh, the baker's sisters' place. Oh, I thought it was an inn. An inn. There are two places. There's the spare inn, which isn't very nice, from what you could tell, and the wealthy sisters' house. Go to the wealthy sister, <laughs> who lives nearby. Quite a. Well, looked after and established place. You see a shop front uh, with lots of very fine dresses. And it seems to be a place that has very much benefited from uh, the sort of tail end of trade with uh, Felmore and Thanicia, both with the silks and cottons uh, from Thanicia and the golds wove and the woven golds. So, there, there's some really interesting, sort of more local designs fashion wise but really quite ornate, high-quality product that is not native to the, uh, the general area. Um, you recognise the stuff simply because of the Phelan connection to stuff, but the place is quite built up, and there is a lit upstairs um, home, homestead above the, the shop. So you you notice the door at the side of the shop that you can sort of head down this small little alleyway. This,
3: this is the Baker's family, yeah?
1: Yeah, so it's a, it's a tailor's shop. It's a okay. sort of tapestry yep. and tailing. There's there's some art areas and, like, within the shop you can see through the window there's, like, you know, some tapestry and cross-stitch artworks and all this stuff, and then there seems to be two styles. There's, like, clothing and woven clothing, and then there's also art and tapestries. I walk in the front door. The front door is locked.
3: I knock on the front door.
1: <laughs> you knock on the door of the shop? Yeah. Okay. All right. Destiny roll, 16. Thank you. Sorry, I need to get used to doing <laughs> that again. <laughs> bit of time passes. You notice, like, there's a little bit of rattling at the windows as you knock the downstairs door, large wooden oak door. Mm-hmm. A moment passes. You probably give it another knock or so. Uh, the woman opens the door. Like, what's the what's the meaning of it? And she looks up, yeah, <laughs> to see a very tall call. Are you still wearing your silks and yeah. stuff? Yeah, okay. So you were dressed like a where holding a giant axe. Okay, I'm going to make another destiny roll <laughs> to see how she receives this. She's startled for sure. She doesn't look... Panicked, I think she has enough family and trade in uh, yeah. in Felton to know that you're not an immediate threat, but you're certainly an unexpected sight. And there's a small failing girl by your side.
5: Well, go on. Greetings, mistress. Uh, my companions and a loud, angry lady have sent us for lodgings.
1: She <laughs> She laughs to herself and says ah so you've met Sienna then she's not coming here is she
5: I do not know
1: was she with you Uh,
5: she did follow us
1: she bloody well will be won't she god damn get in before the screeching can be heard very well and she shouts out behind and says Tayo come on down sister's coming you need to defer her Make sure she has a place at the inn. I don't want her anywhere near the kids. <laughs> and they just saying, Dad, this little exchange. But uh, a man comes down with, like, sort of glasses on. Um, he seems to, you know, have some stitching things in his hands that he sort of puts down on the bench and goes, We're closed. What are you talking about? You know, uh, this whole thing that's been happening, of course she's coming, so just make sure she doesn't come here. Oh, yes. Um, very well. Who is this gentleman? Yeah. Yeah, who, uh, may I ask, are you? Uh,
5: my name is Brick. This is the littlest one.
1: Poor dearies. I heard what happened to your town. Awful, awful thing.
5: It was not our town.
1: Well, that's fair. But the place that you you were living in, the encamp- there was an encampment, wasn't
5: there? There was a place on the edge of the city that was destroyed, uh my companions and brethren and our party were staying there
1: now listen I'm willing to take you in uh, as long as there's no trouble um, but I just want to make sure that uh, you set up overnight I've heard there's a lot of wounded and hurt people um, but people of your types may not find some friendly places to stay so you'll find some comfortable beds to get you through the night before you decide your next move poor things not sure what your options are really this King of Flames business, she sort of t- t- tits, 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 What's the word? Not tits, tits. Tisks, Tisk, tis, <laughs> is, is correct. She She's, tits, <laughs> she tits and walks away. She tisks That one. <laughs> got there. Turns around. Um, says, um, like I said, um, we've got a downstairs, fairly comfortable back room. Uh, we can feed you in the morning you know, you'll, you'll want to be careful with the next move because tensions are high. She seems quite familiar with the trading relationship between yeah. the common grade and Barrowin and then, then, of course, the the Phelan trading cap. So mm-hmm. she's acting quite concerned at the the people. Yep. You lucked into a <laughs> particularly good arrangement. So there you go. Medela looks at you and goes, you're very good at uh, arranging and... Interacting with formalities for a call
5: Truth be told, mistress, this is the first time I've ever encountered this or attempted this.
1: Maybe you've got a natural knack for it. That could be useful. <laughs> Maybe. Should we let the others know we have a place to stay?
5: Uh, that is best. We should go and fetch them.
1: So you head out the door and, uh, just as Catalina and Delvin are sort of walking in from the gate area. How's mm-hmm. Delvin feeling at this point? I'm going to say uh, this will be the last dregs of your role, Catalina, as far as fe- feeling his emotion without actively doing it again. But mm-hmm. where does that tail off?
2: A bit more open. Uh, in fact, as he walks into the town, a um, gesture to a tree on sort of in the town, in the walls, um, and the bottom of the tree sort of midway down is blackened. Um, but the tree survived and I gesture to it and say see that one there hmm. that was next to my house when it went up
0: you were in a fire
2: <laughs> the grey guard a long time ago decided I don't know why but they pushed us out of the town and those buildings on the outskirts got uh, got the tortures was a little send off for us it looks like the town's grown a bit since then, though, and the walls are now. Well,
1: we didn't have walls back then.
4: Yeah,
1: I'm going to say that the um, it's a very different place to what you remember. The general layout is familiar to this you. This would have been before a lot of. Yeah, there's a lot, uh, and uh, since a lot of trade has picked up and it's sort of re-established, it's been more. Denised, I guess I could say. It used to be a much more simple river town mm. um, yeah, that's run by the Barrowans, Yeah, so it was a very carefree place in mm. your memory. It's now a very, uh, compared to what you remember, it feels a lot bigger. Yeah, I is, was immediately which thinking Which is interesting. That. You usually visit your childhood places and it feels smaller because you're mm. bigger and they felt so big when you were small. But this mm-hmm. is the opposite. This is a very strange feeling. That's something that in your memory is so intimate. seems to be... A real place of commerce and hmm. industry, and sort of just moved on from that sentimentality.
2: So I pictured it would have been a sort of a collection yeah. of like two dozen houses along the river, and in a particular spot as a settlement. Yeah, and then more of a fringe farm. one. Yeah, the there fringe one. Fishery gone.
1: and yeah. Now it's like these are places that City. produce goods and import yeah. and export and all that.
2: Hmm. And then I spot. Oh, you want to say? Something?
0: What of your family?
2: Oh they will make in a statement they weren't trying to start a war and uh they didn't kill anyone but they they forced us to flee without our stuff so they're alive in the barrows thankfully but <laughs> we didn't grow up with much certainly not the freedom that we were used to mm-hmm. I
1: gestured to like the wide plains and forests and stuff
0: that is unfortunate
1: you see ahead of you out of uh very nice-looking home with a shop front. Uh, Brick, step out, and Medela trailing behind,
5: and he sort of looks in your direction.
0: Hey, Brick. There knew you could do it. Good job.
5: I have obtained lodgings for us.
0: Fantastic.
5: And the, the housemistress has uh, dealt with the loud, angry woman. She will be staying in alternative accommodation.
0: Oh. Right. Great.
5: You've done an exceptional job. We've managed
2: to steal her relative's lodging. <laughs> um, this is the best possible arrangement you could have come up with, Brick. I'm impressed. Yeah. Thank you, master. I'm kind
0: of impressed, too.
2: And to think they waste your talents being a guard. You've got so much more
1: potential. No one's ever said anything like that about you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speechless
2: <laughs> The steam starts to come out of the ears
1: Alright, we'll head over to the house yeah, Turn around And uh, you are welcomed in uh, And shown a downstairs room It seems that she has a soft spot uh, For foreigners in particular Anyone who as she starts to discuss and sort of open up, especially the, as there are no gradens among you, she's got uh, some clear biases against mm. the king and the kingdom and with what's happened, she's angry. So she's quite happy to take it out in secret by welcoming some refugees and, uh, yeah. you know, some foreigners and look after them. But she's promised you lodging for the night, food in the morning, uh, and uh, maybe a couple of supplies as you journey, but has recommended you, do, you don't head in towards I Spire. Um, you can sort of question her in the morning about, you know, anything else, but otherwise she seems pretty keen to just sort of get you guys settled and head back. Mm. I think she's got some business to attend to with her husband, especially with some relatives nearby. So
2: I have a cool. request for her. I also yeah. have a request for okay. yeah, you. Okay. You, she's Taylor, right? Uh,
1: yeah. So from what you can gather, she does the uh, the dressmaking mm-hmm. and her husband does a lot of these in little artworks and stuff, which, you so know.
2: Just women's clothes? Mostly, yeah, sort of elegant.
1: Okay. It's, a, it's a very artistic shop, very feminine and aesthetic. Yeah. Um, but there are some, there are some refined men's clothes, more formal clothes. Mm-hmm.
2: But it's yeah, not just not common clothes. No, okay. this is a specialty
1: shop, and okay. she's done very well for their skills. She obviously yeah. married someone with matching or uh, well, complementary skills, I'll say, and they've made it really successful together. Mm. I'm, I'm going to ask. Um, do
2: you know anyone who can uh, put together some outfit for our large companion? He's uh, standing out like a sore thumb.
1: Well, that'd be quite easy, I imagine. What do you have in mind? Just some travelling clothes,
2: maybe something a little bit less... Uh, I know we can't go hiding that it's a kill that's obvious, but at a distance, those, <laughs> those silks shine in the sun, so... I
5: yeah. don't know, it just
0: maybe a nice gray color or a nice but lolly clothes
5: are a sign of his station <laughs> your white clothes my lolly clothes are a sign of my migro station
1: yeah these are his like yeah. these are the cheap guard yeah, happens, yeah. <laughs> she's um she gets sort of your your um uh, meaning and so says oh so you're looking for soto I can do that uh, you cover my material costs and I'll whip something up tonight for you no problem She like, shows you around the Shop and the material options, and you get to pick a few linens out. Um, mm-hmm. She says, Look, it won't be anything fancy, but I'm happy to help you out, especially if you mm. insist on traveling against the grain, as it were, towards oh. the bloody king. Mad people.
5: Mm-hmm. Anyway. Clothes must not obstruct movement.
1: What about this one? She looks concerned at Medela with very Her ragged, baggy. very baggy, <laughs> baggy, bulky uh, sort of men's clothing. <laughs> like, um,. That one I'll do for free.
2: (laughs) Um, I'm going to say... I'd
1: I'd offer for that one for free, but it's going to cost me seven rolls of linen, so...
2: (laughs) I I sort of shrug and I say, um, don't worry, I can pay. I make a fine bit of coin along these trade routes, or I used to. I'm not worried about the cost. Very well. I appreciate that you're giving us hospitality. The least we can do is give you some business. Great. She seems
1: grateful. Um, in, in a slightly, um, I, I, she's she's definitely doing you a favor. She's yeah. acting like that, but um, you know she's she's interested in helping. You make yourselves comfortable when she sort of has potted off and has dealt with things, and you guys get to stay the night in a fairly comfortable place, oh, and you'll God. wake up in the morning, but. That's probably we're gonna we're gonna leave off this episode, except to say that you do hear whisperings between the husband and wife overnight about reiterating something that the guard sort of alluded to that they're expecting arrivals in the morning and how to prepare for that. And they seem concerned, but they're not discussing it uh, with with you guys. You sort of it's the sort of thing you gather through hearing through walls and things like that. Um, so it's probably something to mull over as we approach our next chapter.
4: Cool. great.
1: Um,
3: doesn't catalina have a ritual she needs to do the right morning. In, in the morning in the okay, morning okay, okay. Yeah.
1: yeah i don't know if you'd already done it that, that day no? cool okay. <laughs> that brings us to the end of chapter two Yay! Ooh. thank you all so much for watching and joining us i hope you Ooh. hope you guys have enjoyed it what yes. a journey mm. <sighs> literally that's all it was big journey yeah. <laughs> big hey, that's, walk. that's part of the adventure <laughs> absolutely so it's, it takes me back to classic D&D games. It's like half the game is definitely going from A to B. <laughs> and the other
2: the other half of the game is combat. That's yes. true. <laughs> um, hey, we got to we're gonna do a patron scroll? We do!
1: We got to do a patron scroll! Thank you so much to our patrons. Wait, is it showing up? Yes, it is. How I is wonder if
2: it's still in Spanish. We, um,
1: Thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. We, I'm sorry Thank we missed you, patrons, patrons in the first chapter. Um, just because the whole new setup. It slipped my mind. But... Me pregunto que haran si cambio el idioma. Thank well, you.
2: The Dark Fox.
0: Professor X.
1: Ray Naya.
2: Tickle. Duck. AJ Macy, thank you for your support.
4: Thanks, everyone.
1: Thank you all so much. This has been really fun. And to all our other lovely people. Oh, yes. everyone who supported you. us. I uh, hope you're able to enjoy and sort of feel where your support has gone. We're putting a lot into um, mm. trying to make this all as vibrant and visceral as possible and you can see a lot of that in the world anvil page the link is in the description thank you to them for sponsoring this video uh and of course in the portraits and stuff oh i should mention and i can say this now we have an artist who works with us one day a week one day a week we have an artist who works with us on site she comes here and she paints portraits and creates cool stuff there is actually a um I was going to say, did you guys notice the thumbnail for episode one? Yeah, I know, right? And this one, because we're doing like custom crafted thumbnails because we get to do that now. That is the sort of way we're getting to really put back into the content, you know, and that's really what it's all about. All the support that goes into Tabletop Time goes.